You're listening to Marketing Major at Josh and Mo, a podcast created for students by students who are curious about marketing. Welcome back to the second edition of the entry-level job series. Today, uh, we have two special guests with us to talk about what it's like to be a digital coordinator. And a quick note, our co-host Mo couldn't be here with us today, but uh, luckily I have Jeffrey and Paige here to keep me company, and uh, it won't be too dry of a podcast that way. Uh, So let's go ahead and introduce them. We have Jeffrey Tai. He's a digital coordinator at FKA, and he's been there since 2017. Uh, You might remember he also debuted on... What was that video called that we did? Oh gosh, together? the newlywed game. The newlywed I remember game. that. Yeah. That's crazy. What? I feel so left out right oh, now. No. Like that <laughs> most most viewed video for our club. Really? <laughs> oh god, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, and you have a bachelor of commerce degree uh, in marketing and HR management. So welcome to the podcast, Jeffrey. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And we also have Paige Simpson, also a digital coordinator, but at ZGM Mar- Modern Marketing Partners. Uh, and she's been there since April 2019, so fairly new. Uh, and she's also the founder of Be Kind Yeg. Uh, do you want to give a little bit of an explanation page about what that is? Sure. Um, that nonprofit actually hasn't launched yet, but we're launching soon. Uh, basically, it's a nonprofit based in Edmonton um, focused on spreading kindness. And we work with local nonprofits to help them raise funds. Right on. I like that a lot. Uh, and then you also got your Bachelor of Communication Studies from McEwen? Yes, I did. So I feel a little bit like an alien here at the U of A, <laughs> but I'll get used to it as, as this podcast goes on. Yeah, Hub Mall is a scary introduction to the U of A. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so I'll just start off with uh, you, Jeffrey. So what, what piqued your interest in digital media? So I graduated from the University of Alberta with a major in marketing and minor in HR. Um, I was part of the cooperative education program and actually all my work experience throughout co-op as well as like a year and a half after graduating was all in HR. So I actually didn't have any marketing experience before this role. Uh, So they took a huge chance on me. But basically what piqued my interest in digital marketing was the fact that I actually volunteered at a local dance studio in Edmonton. And I worked as a social media person, so I was in charge of all the posting and all that stuff. And that's where I was exposed to Facebook analytics and all the data that happens and how you can pull insights and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, like just seeing the data and seeing how I can use that to apply and apply that to like the different posts that I make was really interesting to me. So. And then I saw the FK job posting and I was like, sure, let's try it out. And (laughs) for whatever reason, they did hire me. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Thanks to Angelina. (laughs) Yeah, thanks to Angelina. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, what about yourself, Paige? Um, Honestly, I was kind of a loner like in middle school and I was very into like Tumblr and blogs and like digital mediums like that. And I think I was actually probably like one of the first people on the Instagram platform, which is kind of cool. I actually got the name Paige Simpson, which is my personal Instagram. Uh, It's (laughs) private. Don't look me up. Um, So that was kind of cool. But after that, I was like, what do I really like to do? I like being online. I'm a loner. May as well turn this into my job and get paid for it. Went to school for communications and got an internship at Calder Bateman. I actually thought I was going to go more into the PR route. So during my internship there, I worked half PR and half digital because that's where they needed me um, and kind of just 
fell in love with digital. Worked with Linda Hoang there and she's amazing. And so after that, I was just like, yep, this is what I want to do. And then they ended up hiring me after I finished university, which was great. And now I'm at ZGM, which they amalgamated into. So it's kind of like working with the old team again. So let's dive into exactly what a digital coordinator does. So how would you guys explain what you do on a daily basis? Just for context for some people, I think there's a lot of different definitions that kind of fly around with digital. So in my role specifically, I work in paid advertising. So um, a lot of my job is essentially setting up ads and doing some optimizations. So there's a bunch of different platforms you can use. So you can use social like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, but there's also Google ads, Bing ads, um, and just a couple other platforms. So for me, I'm setting up a lot of different campaigns And then um, depending on what the objective is, like trying to figure out and understand which tactic works best in achieving the objective. So whether it's um, awareness, whether it's traffic to the website, e-commerce revenue or things like that. And then when the campaigns are set up, I go into those platforms and essentially just look at how it's performing and make some tweaks here and there. So optimizing is just essentially making sure that the campaigns are performing well. So uh, sometimes I'll make adjustments to the targeting, whether it's too broad or too narrow. In Google search specifically, I'll look at keywords and see if there's any um, keywords that I can um, adjust the bids for or maybe modify. So yeah, a lot of it's that, so. Yeah, my experience is is quite a bit different than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at ZGM, we actually have a new department called Data Insights, which focuses on basically everything you just said. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm actually part of our content team. So I write a lot of content, do a lot of strategy writing. I do a lot of email marketing, influencer marketing, things like that. So like very different than yeah, what you do. It's a different world. Um, and that's kind of just like how broad a term digital coordinator is because it can really mean whatever they want it to mean. And that's why at each agency, there's like multiple, right? Like Mm -hmm. even you, Jeffrey, like there's how many digital media coordinators are there at FK? Oh, there's three of us right now. And then there is one strategy or two strategists. Um, We actually hired another one. So they're going to be starting real soon. And then we have uh, the director of media services, which is Angelina, who's been on the podcast before. So, yeah. Actually, right now at ZGM, it's only me. Uh, as a digital coordinator, uh, my boss quit. Uh, curse you, James. Um, but we are getting someone amazing coming in on the 21st to help me out. So that'll be nice. I'll get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, so you guys definitely have like different job roles and responsibilities. But for each of you like individually, what skills and abilities do you think are like essential for the job you do? For my role specifically, I would say two things that kind of stick out. One is attention to detail, um, just because you're working with budgets like other people's money. So it's just ensuring that they're um, performing well. And once those campaigns run, the money goes out and there's no getting it back. So it's just making sure like all of that kind of works out. Um, The second thing that sticks out to me is being able to interpret the data and being able to communicate it to the clients. So digital is such a growing thing that like still a lot of people don't really understand it, especially for me, just because the clients that I work with, they focus a lot on traditional media. So there's TV, uh, flyers, radio and stuff like that. So the numbers are all new to them and they don't really understand what they mean. So being able to kind of like explain it in the way that like anybody can understand. So yeah, I would say those two things. Can I ask you a question about yeah, that? Yeah, sure. So what what things do you think students can do to gain that knowledge like while still being students? Is there like courses they can take or 
Ooh, um, there's like a lot of different resources available online. So um, I personally look at a lot of blogs just to keep up with the different um, features that Google Ads seems to be busting out like every week almost. But um, yeah, that's available to everybody. There's also, um, I think it's called Google Ads Academy. That's available for anybody who wants to get certified with Google Ads. So you'll learn stuff about Google search, display, video, shopping campaigns, things like that. So it's not really something you learn in school, I would say, during all the marketing classes it had nothing to do with online advertising. <laughs> so uh, yeah, th that's where those blogs definitely come in handy. So yeah, I kind of agree. I think one thing that every student should be able to handle if they want to be a digital coordinator is you should be able to handle stress very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if you can't handle stress, maybe not the road that you should go down. Because you're managing multiple campaigns at once. Um, there's tight deadlines, like you said, tight budgets. It's a lot of stress on one person, especially because digital teams are often like the last people people think of. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> so just be prepared for that. But at the same time, you get to work on amazing creative campaigns and to be a part of it is great. So it's not all that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like a very interesting field for sure. Cause just because it's always changing. And like, like I said, the different features that like Google, like Facebook, they all bust out. It just like improves your overall campaign performance. So I don't know. It's, it's really neat. Is that the most difficult part of your jobs then is just keeping up with the pace and the rapid change in the digital industry? I think yeah, so. I think so. I think for me, it's being creative under pressure. Yeah, that that's be the hardest part. Yeah. Um, for me, like I would say, again, it's like more so talking to the clients and it's not to say that they're like mean or anything, but getting them to understand it just because they'll look at the numbers and be like, oh, this didn't work. And I'm just like, actually, like it did perform pretty well, maybe not as well as you hoped. And it's just having those difficult conversations. Uh, sometimes those campaigns will perform really well and they don't really understand it. You kind of have to explain it. And then there are times when those campaigns don't work out. And that's when you kind of have to have those like pretty difficult conversations, but you can use it as an opportunity to be like, oh, this didn't work. What did we learn from it? And how can we uh, take that knowledge and apply it to the next campaign? So it's just things like that. So are you having the face to face conversation with the client or are you like sitting because as a coordinator, are you like interacting with the client directly? Or? Luckily for me, I do it over the phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lucky. yeah luckily for me, um, just because like a lot of the clients that I work with, or my clients specifically, like they were on a national basis. Okay. Um, but like the strategist and as well as the director, so Angelina, they actually go to these meetings with the client and then they kind of have like go through like every week how um, how campaigns are performing and having those conversations with them at the table. So luckily I don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, usually like account coordinators or project leads will yeah. do that, like dirty work for you. Yeah. And then you're just like, here's the stuff. You can, <laughs> you can say what it means to them. Yeah. yeah. yeah we had um, Keandra and Adrian yeah. from FK to talk about the account coordinator role. So what do you guys love most about your job? Like you talked a bit about the challenging aspects, but what's something that keeps you going in all that stress and you know, crazy pace? Well, for me, like I'm always learning something new, which is so important to me just because in the previous role that I've had, like I've worked in public sector and it was HR and like I love the people that I worked with, but it was so it was very transactional for me. And it was just like the same things every time, whereas here is just like sometimes you have to drop something 
and like push all these deadlines to the side for with this one specific plan and you have to turn it over in a day and like as stressful as that is there's also something very satisfying about it too and plus like i said earlier like google always busts out new features and stuff like that so as soon as you think you understand something google's like yeah right here you go and then you kind of have to learn a completely new different like feature and stuff like that so that's what i love and i've been an fk for about almost two years now and it's actually the longest i've ever stayed at one place so I think it kind of says how like exciting it can be too. So I think just in general, like working at agencies, you get so many opportunities that you wouldn't get anywhere else and so many clients that you would never get to work on unless you worked in the agency. For example, like the GM just sent me off to Boston in September for HubSpot's inbound conference. What? So that was super, super cool. <laughs> and I'm like a noob there. So I was like, I don't, I don't know why they're sending me, but this is amazing, um, which I would never get if I worked like client side or anything like that. So I think like for students who are thinking of working in an agency, you get so many opportunities and it's so worth it. I think it's very much like a work hard, play hard kind of environment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and especially when you're newly graduated it's just like this is the kind of environment that you almost want to be in because that's where all the learning happens and it only helps you like later down the road too right you never want to get too comfortable so early in your career so i feel like that's a really good point because i think for a lot of students graduating too like marketing has changed so much so you feel like you still need to learn what exactly that is and hone your skills in marketing before you just jump to the like to a client position where you're the one that's supposed to be doing like that kind exactly. of stuff. So. Yeah. So for each of you individually, uh, what's a recent trend surrounding the work that you do that you don't think students would quite know about just yet? A trend that seems to be popping up lately is um, automation for Google. So essentially, my, as I mentioned earlier, like a lot of my role is doing optimization. So going into the campaigns and just seeing how uh, everything performs and making tweaks here and there. But with automation, it's essentially just letting Google, letting the machine do the optimizing for you, essentially. So, for example, for me, I go in and look at keywords and seeing how um, each keyword is performing in the Google auction. So you are paying for every click that you make and you can set bids, whether it's a dollar or five dollars per click. And then with automation, you're essentially letting Google do it for you so they based off their knowledge and their data, they're essentially setting the bids for you. And it's, it saves us a lot of time and it allows us to be a little bit, allows us to take time to be a little bit more strategic in other things, but essentially just letting the machine do it for you is just a topic that seems to be floating around a lot. A recent trend that I think is really popular right now is AR and VR. I mean, I'm working on, uh, a project right now that deals with augmented reality, which is really cool. Basically, augmented reality is kind of like virtual reality, but not everything the user sees is generated by a computer. Basically, it's like the users are still in the real world, but elements are there to like enhance their experience. So a really good example of it is Pokemon Go, which I'm sure everyone has, has <laughs> done. Um, yeah, so you're using your phone and you can see what's in front of you in your phone, but there's different elements added to like enhance your experience. So that's been really cool using augmented reality in a campaign that I'm working on right now because it's so fresh and new and the technology is like enhancing every single day. Uh, it's cool to be kind of on top of that trend. And what's the strategy behind that? Like, is it the same thing as Pokemon Go to like get people outside of the house or is it more 
like to show people different product features or? I think it really depends on the campaign yeah. that you're using it for. Um, like we were talking about off the podcast, we were talking about augmented reality and we were talking about how it can be as simple as like a Snapchat filter to like put on makeup or something, or it can be something crazy like Pokemon Go or even crazier. Um, so I think it just depends on what you're using it for. Um, so when I was hired, I was actually hired as a dedicated coordinator to a specific client so and a specific project, essentially. So um, after about a year and a half of like learning everything and like, like I said, I didn't have any marketing experience or work experience prior to this, like learning everything. And it's gone to the point where it's grown so much and a lot of work has come in. And we actually hired another junior coordinator uh, to, to help out with the additional work. So, and I've essentially been helping him, kind of guiding him and like kind of looking over the program in general. So I don't know, that's been really exciting considering I didn't really have any experience and now I'm kind of teaching someone what I know. So, and kind of built this program to where it is now. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, you've, yeah. you've kind of been on since the start and then now you're able to take it or to like help someone else exactly and it's a chance for me to kind of expand what I know onto other clients as well so yeah for me I mean I've only been at ZGM for like six seven months so I think every project I get to work on is super special and means a lot to me um but I do have one thing that I'm super proud of that happened while I was still in university actually um I for one of my classes, I made this uh, integrated marketing communications plan for a local nonprofit called Brain Care Center. Uh, I love them. They're amazing there. And I worked with our team to make this plan. Um, I submitted it for an IABC award and I won an award of excellence. Wow. Yay. So, and that was still when I was a student. So if that says anything, like submit your work, you guys, because you could win awards before you're even in the industry. That's amazing. So as the final portion of most of our podcasts, we like to give guests a little bit of time to give advice to students uh, based off their position of where they are right now in their careers. So I'll just start with uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what advice would you offer students about uh, pursuing a career in digital? I will say, so as I mentioned probably multiple times over the podcast, but I honestly didn't have any marketing or advertising or digital experience prior to this role. Um, so I will say nothing really prepares you for what's to come, honestly. Like there are so many different resources out there that are available to you, whether it's blogs or just training courses, but it actually takes being in the role and actually doing the work for you to really understand it. And I'll say like, you kind of have to be patient with yourself because after like six months, I still didn't really have a good understanding of what I was doing. And then eventually something just clicks. And once you understand uh, one thing, it just like everything else falls into place, which is really great. So I would just say be patient with yourself essentially throughout this entire digital journey, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really like what Jeffrey said. I don't think my answer is going to be as, as great, but um, I don't know. I would say specifically for my role, like you have to like being online all the time. Like as a community manager, something that I do in my role on social, like you have to have your phone by you at all times. It doesn't matter if it's like 12 at night. Like if someone messages you 
and you're on a contract where you have to answer that message like you have to answer that message so just knowing that you're going to have your phone as your best friend and your computer is your best friend for the next however many years you're in advertising agreed (laughs) (laughs) and you guys are one thing about agencies too is that you're kind of always on right like there's Mm -hmm. not it is technically you guys are open like nine to five, but the work goes around yeah. the clock. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I've heard a lot of different stories about agencies. So when I actually was offered this role, I was actually like kind of worried because I didn't know what to expect. I've heard so many different stories, but honestly, I can say that I re- being in an agency has made me a better worker just because it's so fast paced. It's so busy and like, just the culture is so great as well. And like the learning is invaluable. So yeah, I would definitely recommend agency when, especially if you're first starting out. So, and I think like a lot of agencies at least now have programs in place to make sure that the mental health of their employees agreed. Yeah. Are like, is okay. Like for example, as a GM, we have like meditations once a week, like things that other places might not have uh, that agencies can afford to bring in because they know how stressed out their workers are. (laughs) So um, I think just finding like if you are doing agency work or thinking about it, um, just finding an agency that cares about that kind of stuff. Expect free food too, which is amazing. So I love that. I know. Free food. Any client meetings when the food's not eaten, you get it all. Take it all for lunch. Yeah. Expect cookies, expect wraps, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> lots of pizza. Lots of pizza. Wow, you guys got it good. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess as a final note, too, you can also check out Paige's uh, blog on Breaking Into the Biz. That's on ZGM's blog. thought it was like a really good um, addition to this podcast, too, on ways that you can kind of kickstart your career in digital. Thanks for the shout out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah check out ZGM's blog. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so I think that wraps up the podcast. So I'd just like to... Thank you guys for coming out today and being on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. This is a blast.